can't hear the <clears throat> I can't hear the theme. Truth is out there. Truth is out there. This is the underground. This is new media. This is the underground. And now here is the starting lineup for the New York Rangers. And now here is the starting lineup for the New York Rangers. This is New York Rangers hockey. 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 This is New York Rangers. Now the the screen was still muted when we started, so everybody missed the most important part. We paid a lot of money for this cameo. Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Got that right, mess. Good evening and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show with Jim and Eddie. Today, 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 it's Monday. It is September 23rd. We are three games into this preseason. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only, the bearded one. The bearded clam. (laughs) Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening. How are you, sir? Good to see you. Doing well. Uh, yes, man. Well, we got three preseason games in the bag. We have hockey. To- oh, and three. We're doomed. Oh. We're finished. It's Please. a burst. Stop playing the Lindy Ruff. Lindy Ruff is responsible for this. <laughs> uh, doing great. I'm glad hockey's back. I know everybody else is. Yes, uh, three games were 0-3. I would not uh, get too crazy about it. We're, we have three teams, an A, B, and a C team, and, uh, you know, they're taking a good look at the prospects. And, you know, defensively, we haven't been too good. And offensively, we really haven't put much on the board either. So uh, don't get crazy. It's, it's hockey. They're working it out. It's a process. Jim, how are you doing? I never really ask you that on this show. I always say, "What I'm, how am I? How are you doing? Doing well, doing Just well." Can't... I had my, uh, I had my. Uh, thank you for asking. Had my uh, six month checkup at the doctor on Thursday. I All am good. I am good to go. Uh, let's see, thirty, uh, thirty seven pounds down. Nice. I was going to say in that picture with you and Russ Cohen that was pasted, uh, posted, not pasted, but posted. And you are looking good, my friend. And that was a great picture. Thank God you. It was a nice you. picture. Yes. Yeah, took awesome that picture. picture. Awesome. Beautiful picture. It was great to see Russ. We'll talk a little bit about our trip to the down to Philly. What? What's uh, the secret to your sauce? The thirty-seven pounds down. Uh, just I've been eating better, eating less. Uh, I'm more of a calorie counter than anything else because that enables me to still do the thing, eat the things I like occasionally in moderation, as opposed to people who just go on this keto diet, which I know some people love and Hey, God bless you. If if it works for you, that's great. But there's just too much, too many things I lose. If, if I give you know, I don't want to still have a slice of bread here and then if I want to have a cookie now and then, or whatever. So, you know, it's calorie counting. We, we've, been, we've been hitting the gym as, as regularly as possible. 
you know, do my I do my cardio. I lift a little weights. I get the hell out of there, and I, I'm the, I'm the only guy that I get on the elliptical. I, I'm the only guy that put my headphones on, and everybody else listens to music, and I'm watching Mash while I'm on the elliptical. And Jen Jen will attest to that. I'm on the elliptical watching Mash. I've seen them all a hundred thousand times. I'm still ah, watching Mash on the elliptical. Very good. Helps me pass the time better than music. So we do that, and yeah. So the doctor said I'm I'm doing good. Cholesterol's a little high. She had a few recommendations for that. You know, but blood pressure's good. I'm a good. I'm not bad. Not bad for 49. Probably in better shape than I was when I was 39. So after the hockey, let's talk about some health. But I don't want to get. To, I don't want to get into it right now because I, I there's a lot to talk about. I want to just acknowledge some of the people that have joined this um, uh, program here. Paul Guduzzi said good evening. Sean McCaff uh, throws a, throws a wisecrack in there. Eddie's wearing a Rangers hat. What's the occasion? Listen, oh. I can be a hockey fan. My loyalty can never be questioned to the New York Rangers. Just because uh, or, he's not wearing a hat? Uh, or, gonna, uh, or, let me tell you something. Let me tell you uh, something. Uh, let me, uh, let me uh, tell you a couple, two, three things. Last couple of weeks, right? First two weeks of the season for, for the football season, my son gave me a couple of years ago, he gave me a Mark Bavaro jersey. Like this is like a, a $300 jersey that he gave me. Nice, right? And he gave it to me a couple of years ago and well, it didn't fit for the longest time. First week of the season, I put it on. It fit. Giants get blown out. I wore it again last week. Giants got blown out. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not wearing any gear yesterday. What happens? They win. They so, win. So well, they won, but they kind of lost. It, it's, 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 it's what's in your heart. It's not what's on my head or on my shirt. It's a, like, yeah, I can wear a Blackhawks cap in honor of my wife. or I can wear a, <laughs> I'm an NHL fan. Uh, you know, we're doing shows here for 11 years. Have I ever proved my loyalty through thick and thin, mostly thin? <laughs> but I realize it's a little shy. Guys, guys doing radio shows from a payphone in the Finger Lakes in the middle of August, and we're going to question his loyalty? Yeah, Sean. I mean, every one of your <laughs> posts is about anti-Henrik Lundqvist. He wears a Ranger jersey. Where's your loyalty to the jersey? <laughs> Matt Zenobia, hello. Chris What's Jonner. up, Matt? Hello. Up, Chris? Connor's here. Haven't hey, seen Chris. Connor in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Connor, how are you? Mike Chris, Silvers I- is here. Mike Silvers. Uh, Chris Jonah, I wanted to ask you, where can I find Pez? Like the refills? I know your wife's a big Pez this, uh, uh, Pez collector, but I can't find like just Pez alone. Uh, that's my first question. Walmart has him. Hold on. I didn't, couldn't find him in my, my Walmart. Dan Murphy's here, the great Dan Murphy. The one and only Dan Murphy. Uh, well, not really, but in my mind, he's the right. one. Right. I mean, he's the only Dan Murphy I know. Right. So, uh, all right. So now let's go over. Let's get to the thick and thin of everything. The big news. Well, the first news that I found ironic was that caused more ruckus than it should have. What are you doing now over there? I, by uh, this little thing that holds Playing up a game my, of mousetrap over no, there. The, this, little, that thing? this little thing that holds up my microphone. It's missing the, the ball on the other end. So when I twisted my microphone to tighten it, it fell on the floor. So I had to hold up my microphone and uh, reach down and get it at the same time. So. The damn thing came off during a show, and it rolled on the floor, and I and I still haven't found it. It's been about oh. been about six weeks. That thing is bigger than my thing. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice of you to notice. I appreciate that. Well, as, does, as does the girl upstairs. Yes. Well, I want to say this, ladies and gentlemen. I think the news that 
really struck the Ranger world in the last mm, three days or so was the long, tedious wait, the holdout by one Tony D'Angelo has ended. <laughs> um, and listen, he held out for his extra 75 bucks. Let's give him a <laughs> <laughs> He got some coupons. I think they threw a Groupon in there, too, to get him to lure him back into the fold. I think they had to up his uh, his jersey allowance or something, didn't they? Something. Maybe a little more per diem on the road, an extra $5, right? right? Mm, he, now he can eat at Bojangles when they go to the Carolinas. Yes. <laughs> he gets his parking closer to the garden now. It's, it's up the whole. And uh, a lot of people want. Uh, Mr. Right-handed defenseman to be uh, in the fold. Now, to me, let's just start it off right now. For the money he got, was it really worth it not to play in the first three games of the freaking camp? Because now he's going to be behind. And I guess I, I – oh, there goes Jim. I mean, I understand the fact that um, you – that – you, you're a player, and you want to make much. You know, you want to make your money. You want to get your due, the whole bit. But really, if you look at the team, if you know that there's so much competition in the defenseman part, and yes, I know he's a right-handed defenseman, but really, I just think the cost for that is too much. And you, with Quinn, I mean, he's got a little bit of that. I don't want to say Tortorella in him, but he does have. He's got a memory. And I think he's the type of guy I'd be like, well, you know, you may not be starting the first two games or the first game, you know? So I thought more it was more costly for him than the Rangers. And I don't think it made a good impression on the new president. It was right. sort of like, who is this guy? I mean, I mean, there are a lot of Ranger fans who believe that he, Tony D'Angelo, is going to be a good player. And I'm one of them. Yeah, I'm one so, of them. Um, so I'm but just I believe he's got to be in camp. He's got to be on time. He's this is not a guy that could take time off a of camp and hold out, you know, like uh, you know, like Derek Stepan did or Brandon Dubinsky. Dubinsky, Dubinsky, way back when. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was reading comments. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yes. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think he does add something. Um, I mean. If I were to do it on the basis of what I saw so far in preseason defense, I mean, I would have him in the starting lineup right away. But these pairings are going to be very tricky because what I think they have in their minds, I don't think is going to work. Uh, They were, I mean, at least on yesterday's, the other day's broadcast, they were talking about Shea and Truba. Oh, that's your number one pairing, Joe. They're old oh, friends, Joe. I don't know about oh, that. Joe. I don't know about that. It's Brady be. Shea is not good. It's going to be. It's going to be the number one pairing. He's just, I barely trust him on a number three pairing. Well, who Which else are you going to put up uh, number one with, with Truba? Who else are you going to put up there? you going to put Mark Stahl up there with Truba? Come on. Really? You gotta gonna put, have. You gonna put up? You gonna put Selma Hayek up there? Weebors look good, but uh, no, I'm not gonna put him up there right away. I, what is Shea? Just the default guy because he's young and he's been around. Guess that's it. That's all. That's the qualifications. I'm just saying. I'm just. Then you should you. trade Kreider now and get a capable defenseman because Brady Shea sucks. 
I don't know, other than skate well, and Joe Catroni was brought this. What does he do? Or is it uh, Rock? Does it? He doesn't pay the power play. He doesn't kill penalties. What does he do well? Other than play good in the first year. I don't know. I, his development is, is going downward. To put him with Truba, I think it's stupid. I mean, I know who else you're going to put with him. I don't know. You got a, you got a plethora of uh, defensemen here. You got, uh, what do we got? Uh, Salma Hayek. We got, uh, I'd rather have Brendan Smith on the first pairing. Oh, come on now. All right, I'm laughing at that one. <laughs> Lindgren's played well. Maybe I, maybe Lindgren works his way up there. I just I'm telling you, opening night, first pairing is going to be is going to be Troubadour and Shea. I guess we'll go with it. We'll roll the dice, see what happens. It just doesn't. It hasn't looked good in preseason. Shea hasn't looked good. Uh, I mean, the, the only preseason game where they looked really good was the first one. And that was with Panarin playing and Zibanejad out. You know, they had all the big guns out there first night. Right. And that and that first power play, I think there was a collective orgasm amongst this fan base watching that first power play. They had like six shots on goal. They didn't score, but still the, the puck movement was, was all over the place. And, uh, you know, shots and shots. And Schneider was, was on the money that night, but. Other than that, no, they haven't looked good. And you know, the the Flyers game the other night, I'm throwing that out. I mean that that roster had that roster had no business being on the ice against the Flyers. I mean, the Flyers had their A team out there. They had all their best players on the ice, and the Rangers have you know Greg McKegg and and you know, goggles goggles Paisano or the fucking <laughs> I mean, come on, Felipe Giuseppe. Isn't he the guy that walked across the World Trade Center on the tightrope back in the seventies? So, yes. Isn't that him? Yes. Felipe Giuseppe. He invented the the radio. <laughs> right. Oh, that's Marconi. Right. That's Marconi. Marconi. <laughs> Marconi. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, I mean that roster had no chance the other night. Chris Kreider was one of the only guys, you know, name guys in there, and he just looked like. He just—he was skating around all night. Like, what am I doing out here with these guys? Why? Why am I in this? No, that's game? just Chris Kreider. He—he's—he <laughs> no. he looked great in that first game, Kreider, when he was playing with all those superstars. And then uh, I don't know. It's, Howie I mean, Sussman is here. Hey, Howie Sussman, how are you? Yeah, I mean, yes, that that roster that they threw out there. They had that kid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the kid from juniors, the defenseman, Johnson. Robertson. Tom, Tom Robertson. Matt Robertson. Rob, yeah, Matt Robertson. Former quarterback of the Jets. I don't know what that kid's name. What's that kid's name? It escapes me now. Matt Robertson. That's his name? The second round pick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one that they thought that should have could should have been taken higher or projected, but then he got Right, of, right. Like that kid, you know he's raw. He made a couple mistakes, but you know he's a kid, so I could excuse that. Right, and he was going back to, as far as I know, he's going back to juniors if he hasn't already. Yeah, you got guys who are going back to juniors. Meanwhile, they're playing all their number one guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm watching the – we got to go to the game the other night, and I'm, I'm looking down the ice, and I see Van Reebsdyke out there. I see Voracek's out there. Giroux is out there. I'm like, 
you know, okay, so it's, you know, fine. That's fine. The Flyers want to play their A guys. But, I mean, we had, like, the Charlotte Checkers. Uh, or, no, who's the team now? The main, uh, what are they called? The Swamp Monsters or the, the Swamp Rabbits? The, the, the I don't team know that. Whatever the hell that ECHL team is up in Maine that they have used to be the Charlotte Checkers. I can never remember their name. Yeah, I'm not even the Swamp Rabbits anymore. No, I, I, I know. They're, they're just... There's something else. Like, I don't know. Spokane. Joe Vitti is here. The Spokane Chiefs. Maine Mariners, thank you. That's Paul Vitti's son, Joe. Oh, very Not good. Really. How dare you bring Giants football into this Ranger broadcast? Daniel Jones. It's a good day. Oh, great. It's a good day for the, the Giants uh, fans. Oh, yeah. Great for Saquon Barkley. He got hurt. What are you going to do? It happens. Uh, it happens. Guess what? Going to have to learn to live without him. A couple of weeks. Well, what are you gonna do? It happens. Live. Are you kidding me? That team stinks. That defense is horrible. Uh, you know, you'll get no argument from me. But Jameis Winston, he's a turnover machine, and, that and he did turn the ball over. Yeah, he did. That's he what did I'm saying. The ball and over. the field goal kick. What, I mean, what, what do you want me to do? Apologize because they won the game? I'm not apologizing. Get the hell out of here. You have any time to been on the wrong end of those thing balls, He comes in with those the giant thing with the Daniel Jones <laughs> superstar. <laughs> Oh, I didn't say he was a superstar. And my Jets, they come back valiantly down you can 30 have your to nothing. Jets. <laughs> valiantly. Valiantly. Would they lose would they lose 44 to 14? 30 to 14. It was 30 oh. nothing. It was 30 nothing. Don't call it a comeback because it wasn't. <laughs> were they Peter Falk at quarterback yesterday? Oh, was that big guy's he, name? he would throw for like two he would get like like 150 <laughs> yards out of it. Oh, that's terrible. They're beyond bad. And they bring Broadway Joe out for a couple of for a couple of series. So he's got new knees. He's probably Uh-oh. not that bad. Probably still sling it. The hero, Daniel Jones, drops back and walks straight into the end zone. What skill? He ran. That was no walk, my friend. He was sprinting. That was a white man. That's a walk. Posted a it was a stat on Twitter that his two runs into the end zone were the fastest two runs by a quarterback. In the league this season, oh, I don't know who God, tracks that shit? First of all, Nineteen miles an hour. He is a gazelle. I'm not. He's a him. he's a white Randall Cunningham is what he is. A gaz- <laughs> an absolute gazelle. I don't even know if he's a Richie Cunningham at this point. <laughs> all right, we're off topic. I've been hit with a media blitz here in New York about the Daniel Jones thing, and it's Daniel like, Randall L. They were calling him after the game yesterday. Well, one thing I thought was funny was that uh, Shermer got said sayonara to Mike Francesa. You know, he does the bit after yeah. two weeks. Francesa's been grilling him and the Daniel Jones controversy, and it turns out Shermer was right, and fucking Fat Sessa was wrong again. He's always wrong. That's what's so right about uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to hockey. Uh, so, yeah, there are a lot of guys on this team that aren't going to be, and there's been a lot of outcry on the boards and on the, the – Why are they playing all these prospects? They're losing games here. Oh, I can't take it. What? What? Why do we have to see these guys? Why? Why? Because it's, because it's training camp. I mean, that's every sport. How many, how many, you know, if you follow if you follow football, how many guys you see play for the Jets and Giants during August that you, you've never heard of and you never hear from again? 
That's just no. the way it is. No. I want to see <laughs> no. Sucko. They're I don't, we got to get this defense straightened out. Violently rough. He can't coach you. Oscar Robinson. He can't coach these guys. Oh, Vinny Giuseppe. Oh, why do we need this? Graziada. You know why we have to see these guys, if you were fucking a competent human being with some kind of critical thinking rolling around in your brain other than wins and losses in the preseason? It's because the organizations invested a lot of money in all these guys, all these schleps that you see. That guy, uh, the Vinny Giuseppe there, right? What's his first name, real name? Vespasia? Uh, <laughs> Luciano Giuseppe? I, I, I couldn't even tell you. Paul Giuseppe. Oh, Felipe. 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 Felipe, Felipe D. Giuseppe. All right. There is, like, scouts who have invested time in scouting his games. They've, they've invested money. Who knows what they've invested in this guy? Just in on the periphery. Even testing the guy probably cost him $20,000. So they throw him a crumb. You got to go out there and see what you got. You got a new president and John Davidson who's got to see every player and see every little piece we have so he can work with Gorton and uh, assess the whole organization for Hartford, for uh, the Spokane Chiefs, or whatever our other thing is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who I it is. The tr- Clippers. Yeah, the Charleston Chiefs. <laughs> the, I don't the know. Water, the Tidewater tide tides. tides. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you need to get an assess of these guys. I'm sorry if it's ruining your evenings that they're losing to these shit teams, all the rivals. That's how it is. We're going to be playing the Islanders, the Flyers, and the Devils every other game. Right. So if you're getting hurt that they lost to the Flyers or the Devils in any of these games, I don't know what to tell you. To me, the broadcast is more of an issue than the, the team right now. And, and, and I'm sorry, but I mean, you're getting up these uh, people that are getting upset about these these no names that play in the training camp. Do you really want Panarin out there playing every game, or Kako getting hurt in these meaningless games like we've already seen our Temi Panarin get a groin strain in a meaningless game? The games are meaningless, but the injuries count. So I. I wouldn't care if none of these guys play to Giuseppe Giordano's and Rico Palazzo's in the in the preseason. I don't care. I know what I know what these other guys are capable of. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care. These games. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So Kako doesn't play. I don't care. I don't. I don't need to see Kako anymore. I saw enough in that first game. I want to see him opening night. I want him on the. I want him on the ice opening night. That's all I care about. But I always reflect back to that Traverse City tournament. The Jersey City tournament? Said no one. The Garden City tournament? <laughs> the Garden City. Said no one. I always reflect back to that Traverse City tournament. Said right. nobody ever. Right. <laughs> uh, we know Kako's ready to play. You can see the guy. He's tremendous. His passing is tremendous. I mean, that that was – I mean, they, they kept the puck in. Like they, the Devils couldn't clear. No, they were keeping it in at every every juncture. It was fantastic. Like you said, it was a collective orgasm by Ranger fans. You know, I just wish I just wish hockey was like was like football or or or, or baseball, which allowed for a a bigger roster during a game, so you could just send a guy out for a couple of shifts and let him skate, or you know, let him take a couple of shifts, and then you pull him out of the game. 
But once you've committed to playing a guy for a game, he's got to play. You know, he's got to play a whole game because you can only keep so many guys on the on the game roster. You know. Right. But yeah, of course, Panarin gets gets hurt, and then Kako gets gets. You know, he went off at one point. Well, yeah, and everybody gets worried. I mean, I understand getting worried and all that stuff. That's certainly, uh, you know, that's certainly uh, it's a concern. But, uh, you know, he's got a Yari groin strand, strain. I mean, he'll be all right. He's coming he's back. Just... I'm almost glad he got it because now he's not going to play probably until opening day. Right. Opening night. No, I think he's playing tomorrow, actually. Against oh, the Islanders. I think so. All right. So then it's not as bad. So I, you win-win. Oh, they broke ground today, Joe, on a new arena. Oh, that breaking ground. I, I, I've run out of things, Jim, to say about this franchise. <laughs> this, did, this, did, didn't these this, games get moved, by the way, to the Coliseum? I, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what games. these games are. Are they? Yeah, I think they got moved to the Coliseum. I'm not correct. If I'm the, not uh, wrong here, the Roman Coliseum, the Roman Coliseum, the Oakland Coliseum. I don't know. Uh, no, tomorrow night's game is at the Garden. They're playing. Oh. They're playing Saturday night. It's it's an Islander home game, but it's in Bridgeport, which I think they did this last year too. It, and it, you know what? Oddly enough, Bridgeport is the only place where it's actually designed to be a hockey arena. Their other two professional arenas are not right. The Coliseum, the Barclays Center, which are professional. I mean, Bridgeport is professional, but their NHL arenas are not built for hockey, which makes no sense. And there'll be more Ranger fans at the game in Bridgeport than there will be uh, than there will be even at the Brooklyn or or in National Coliseum. Yes, just, there can be nothing good ever come from an island or anything. They are a 25th. I mean, it's just terrible. Like, everything they do is horrible. I can't wait until game two in their new arena at Belmont when there's 5,000 empty seats. I can't wait. Because you know what's going to happen. StubHub is like $8. Right. (laughs) And a a tank of gas. Get the ticket and a tank of gas. Then, like, two years later, they take it down the station because it's not being used. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Good times, good times. Ground so, was broken and kids are already being conceived in the parking lot. That's when you know it's a real island there. Right. <laughs> when, there's a, when there's a flea market in the parking lot, and kids a are flea being flea market conceived. or a car show in the arena. And you know, then you know you're an island of country. Right, right. Uh so uh, you were at the game uh last night. What impressed you? What didn't? Uh, uh Saturday. Saturday, yeah, I'm got, sorry. Got a got a Got a StubHub alert that uh, tickets were $15. Looked on StubHub and got a couple of tickets for 15 bucks. Went down to the game. Got to see Russ Cohen. Got to meet Steve Vogel, who was at the game. He's on some kind of uh, he's on some kind of U.S. tour here of preseason games. Uh, got to see Catherine Aluzzi. Oh, yeah. I met her. Daryl. I got to see uh, Daryl Bush was there. Was Daryl Bush with his uh, buddy there? With his running buddy, Tommy? No, Tommy was not there. Ah, okay. So got to see them, which was, you know, was, that was nice. It was good to see them. Got to see Russ Cohen. Got to talk to him for a little bit and um, watch the game. And I'll tell you, I, I was very surprised at two things. I was very surprised. The arena in Philadelphia, which Russ was telling me was just completely redone, a lot of it, because I guess 
that arena is probably 20 years old now at this point or close to it. That arena is much nicer than anything I expect to see in Philadelphia. That wow. is a really, really nice arena. Good, good seats. Upst- we were upstairs, but they were great seats. That's a really nice arena. Good sound system. Nice, big, gigantic jumbotron right over the uh, oh, right like over that. center ice. Yeah, really nice. Well, nicer call- than nicer than they deserve. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, so what is it? That this is the Wells Fargo Center now. Well, yes, it's the Wells Fargo Center. I think it used to be the uh, the Comcast. Yeah, Comcast. Like yeah, but now it's Wells Fargo. Well, okay. I'd say uh, God bless the Philly, but I hate everything about them, except the Liberty Bell and some other stuff. The Rocky statue. Yeah, the Rocky statue. I would say the Kate Smith statue, but she's a racist. Right. Made her go away. Yeah, they made her go away quick. Uh, so, uh, so far, chat room, people at home, people on the Ethernet, people on the Internet, people on the dark web, people uh, transmitting uh, mind uh, mind uh, messages. Telepathically. To me. Telepathically. Right. The Vulcan people are scanning me right now. Right. Who has impressed and who has depressed you, impressed and depressed you so far this preseason? Limited look, just a limited look here. But tell me, first off, who's impressed? I'll give you uh, Shesterkin, 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 as they call them in Philadelphia. You mean he rebounded from that first day of camp that he was terrible? <laughs> <laughs> from yes, he's rebounded from from Traverse City. Oh yes, it's not the indicator of a career that we thought it would be. No, wait. Uh, let me stop right there. Costa with the czar, you're pushing that now. I gotta stop you. I'm having an intervention with you. People are not gonna call him the czar. I can tell you right now, they're not joining your movement. So. Every time when you call, don't go, well, you know the czar and the czar and the czar. Nobody's going to know what you're talking about. It's the czar, baby. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, all right. So, Shesterkin, Shesterkin. I have to get used to it because it was, remember, it used to be Shesterkin. Now I got it to be Shesterkin. I think it's. I think. I think. Why ain't there anymore? Well, yeah, but I still think the pronunciation is Shesterkin. I, I mean, well, you know, I listen. How about to those, just Igor? I listen to those bozos. How about we just call him King? Oh, oh! Matt's did you right. hear the Igor chants at the Garden the other night? That's what you can hear. You're not going to hear the Czar. Igor, Igor, Wow! I said that Hank's going to have this guy. He's going to take a lead pipe to this guy to keep uh, chanting Igor's name. Oh, Igor's got that Russian mafia. Forget it. Swedish mafia, I think, is only an electronical electronic band. <laughs> the, the Russian mafia is real. Putin will be freaking after the shampoo man real quick. So, I mean, I, I liked what I obviously I liked what I saw from Panarin. I mean, you know, I think we knew what we were getting there. I liked what I saw of that power play, uh, and I like Greg. I like Greg McKegg as a as a fourth line guy. I like I like you know he he's like um. He's kind of like a, I don't know, he's a fast skater, a guy that can, you know, maybe maybe play a penalty kill. That type player. 
Oh, wait, the czar is making a comeback. Joe Vitti now saying the czar in the chat room. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's catching on. Word right? in the chat room is Igor has better hair. I will tell you who I've uh, – any anybody else impress you? Uh, nobody Nobody I can really think of stands out yet. Haven't haven't seen much from Adam Fox um, yet. Uh, it doesn't does it worry me, but you know, I, not much from him yet. Yeah. It's, all right. Well, let me first of all. I think Adam Fox has shown a lot. Have you? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think um, it's been a little bit hard to be such a good, like a fan of Adam Fox because Micheletti is messing his pants every second over Adam Fox. Oh, look at that pass. Look at that outlet pass. Look at that. I mean, every dang Micheletti is all over. I mean, this is, I mean, it's a love fest with Adam Fox. I mean, he loves, he needs Adam Fox. Um, I think Leas Anderson has looked good. Um, Played well against the Flyers. Leah Sanderson is a good. He has horrible puck luck, that guy. No matter what he does, it doesn't go in the net. But he's looked good. He's one of those few guys they told us that really worked out. Like, first of all, they all work out. They're being tested for for God's sakes. They're all coming in good condition. It's not a thing to come. Oh, we lost a Micheletti, like Matt Morello said. Uh, Obsessed with people's weights. Who cares? Play hockey. I don't care if the guy's overweight. If he can score 30 goals, I don't care. You think Yager was in maximum uh, uh, playing shape compared to those young kids when he still was scoring 30 goals, you know, when he was like late 30s and early 40s? No. He had a big fat ass. He still was scoring goals. So when you tell me when I hear these things, I know that's a lot of filler because we we are uh, we inundated with these two fools who don't know anything about hockey because they don't. Outside of the Rangers, they know nothing. Micheletti knows a little, but Rosen just shows up, throws on that uh, toupee with the chin strap. <laughs> they send him on his way, and he don't know anything. This fucking idiot. I nearly fucking broke the TV the other night with the Oh, Joe. He can't respond to a comment by Micheletti because Micheletti will say something and he has nothing to add. So it's just a fest. So the whole game, especially the preseason when there's a lot of filler and, you know, you got to talk about some of these unknown guys. So I'm sorry I got sidetracked. But, uh, you know, the mm fest. Sam, are you there? <laughs> Did you know? That- <laughs> I mean, it, look, Diane Eck even said it. It sounded like a barnyard up there, the barnyard uh, crew up there. Look, uh, cue me up. I'll make a. I'll, I'll be like Micheletti. Well, uh, did you know that Greg McKegg w- played on the Panthers last year? Played very well. <laughs> so what do you hear? 
Micheletti comes in with some stupid fact, and this guy is such a freaking cow. Oh, Joe. Come on. <laughs> That's a great sound. That's a good one. So let me just go. I gotta, I gotta work on that. And make it more of a clip, uh, more of a. There's too much silence in it. It's, it's just mm. like a, it's just like a video of a cow, and you know they catch him occasionally making sounds. You just, oh, okay. It's like a 40 second clip, but there's only a couple uh, of come actual. On. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I agree, Sam. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. And um. You know, we could make it. You know, we could make it like a uh, make it like an hour long with just intermittent, and then play it throughout the whole show. And then you know, every time you're talking, then all of a sudden Sam will chime in with a. Mm. <laughs> all right, so very off. We got Howie's first oy, oy vey of the new season. Uh, yeah. Um, I would go. I like what I've seen. From Hayek, I like what I've seen again with Chesterkin. I'm not sure on the Chesterkin yet, but I'm going to go with Chesterkin. And I saw some people post this somewhere. I thought Heedles played pretty good, although uh, uh, I I don't know. I think Heedles played pretty good, although some people were were down on him. I don't know why. Um, Yeah. The first game, this guy is – Jim, what's wrong with this broadcast? This is their first game. Oh, the first broadcast. The first awful. broadcast. Let me awful. tell you, how many, how many days were in this offseason? We didn't make the playoffs again. They had like 200 six, days. Six months. Six, six months, months to, to prepare for this broadcast. It was almost six months. To, to break the champagne bottle on the Bon Voyage of the 2019-2020 season. And these derelicts, they're derelict in their duty on the broadcast. Start off, the game visually is in the wrong color. Right. It's like, looks like a negative of some Andy Warhol painting or something. <laughs> the Rangers are in, they look like the Canadians. Right. Yep. The jerseys were red. The devils look like the lightning. Right. And the referee and the crowd look like they were Smurfs right. with purple face. Like Oompa Loompas. Who's working this dog and pony show? They, were, they didn't get it cleared up to the first period. Mics are not working. Uh, the clock didn't work. The clock didn't work again. At one point, Sam goes, and the clock isn't working again. <laughs> And then this, play it again. This missed call again. He doesn't know what's going on. Let me make sure I got a cute. Okay. Absolutely doesn't have an idea. Mika, that's Artemi Panarin. Mika, Mika that's Artemi Panarin. What's he talking about? <laughs> Can you look at the roster, at the numbers? Did he do any of that prep? Now, I know you guys hate Doc Emmerich, and I get it. He's annoying, but at least he's prepping. Wow, I rolled my prepping. I said prepping. He's prepping at least. This guy, I think, he walks into the broadcast booth. He's chomping on like a 
Hebrew national hot dog. He sits down. Chewing his own cud. He's got like his toupee with the with the uh with a chin strap in a drawer and he pulls it out and he puts it on. He looked terrible that first game too. I don't know what's going on with the side of his hair now. It's, it's just a bird's nest. I don't know what's going on in there. There, there's a great, there's a great scene from. Uh, I know I'm going back, but fuck it. From the old Dick Van Dyke show, where Laura Petrie, played by Mary Tyler Moore, accidentally says on TV that Alan Brady wears a toupee, and she goes to his office to talk to him, and he's got a whole row of toupees in front of him on the heads, <laughs> and he's and she comes in and he just looks at all the toupees and says, "Well, boys, there she is." <laughs> 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 there's the girl that outed us, you know. So I, that's how I picture Sam. He goes into his office and he's got like, you know, he's got his Monday rug, he's got his Tuesday tube, you know, his Wednesday wig, his Thursday throw rug. The sad part is <laughs> his Friday frizz. I still can't tell if it's a wig or it's just the disaster of a haircut, of a comb over. <sighs> Whatever it is, it needs to go along with the rest of his body. <laughs> because you he can't announce anymore. He should he should wear one of those samurai things, the little the little top knot with the thing yeah. that hangs, the little brush that hangs down over the forehead. Yeah, yeah, no, that would <laughs> But then there. Hit. Once you know what? Once Joe is feeling better, and Joe Joe Catroni, get well, brother. We we miss you. We love you. We hope you're doing all right. Yeah. We got to get Joe to do that for us. Photoshop Sam with a bunch of different hairdos. You know, like, right. af- like the afro and then, you know, maybe dreadlocks and then a top knot. He could have like uh, the, uh, you know, like Jon Snow's hair. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are actually better options out there for you, Sam, if you're <laughs> listening. Um, But Sam, I mean, when as a personal part, unless you need the money, just retire. You got that Foster Hewitt Award. You're terrible. You're going out like a clown. People are hitting posts left and right, and you're calling it saves. The, the Foster Blewett Award. My grandmother, who's in uh, uh, Pine Lawn in her in her casket, can hear that that is a freaking post. Okay? You can't. You're at the garden. You're there. Ding, ding. What was it? Jacob Truba, you said, hit the post twice? I think it was Jacob Truba did it twice. On, on it's, I swear it was the same shift, but I could be wrong about that. Maybe Jen could confirm because she was watching the game with me. Here, how about this one? That's what you want from those black players. Absolutely. That's what you want from those black players. You seem to be getting racist now. That's what you want from those black players. Whoa. I mean, come on. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> Work those cotton fields. Oh. oh. What is he talking about? Oh, no. holy mackerel. Look what you're getting out here now. Yeah. <laughs> that Boo Nieves. <laughs> now, Boo, you got to be working out there. <laughs> I mean, he's just ludicrous. Like, I, <laughs> Now, he said back players, but it sounded like black players. And I was talking to the, the, with Jim earlier. Was he don't have the football gigs anymore? He's doing all the games? No monotone? What? Not that I... I actually don't prefer monotone over Sam, which that's how bad monotone is. Uh, that's what you want from those black players. That's what you want from those black players. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 
Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Oh, Kingfish. Oh. Yes. Uh, Caduceus writes, Sam called the most <sighs> famous post as a save in Game 7. Then again, we thought uh, at first that 35 made the save, too. Yeah. Sam also blew the call at the end of the game. Jen, that's what he was. That's what he said. But I, th- we think what he was trying to say was that w- that's what you want from those back players. But Meaning, what's a back player? I, I, guys on the guys forechecking back. I, I, like I know what he's talking about. He don't know what he's talking about. That's what you want from those back. From those back players, absolutely. I see OJ and he's looking <laughs> scared. It's just a calamity <laughs> up in that booth. <laughs> I just went an ounce of professionalism. It's, 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 it's Amos and Andy up there. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's terrible. And he's agreeing with him. I don't even know what a back player is, a black player is. You know, I mean. Uh, oh, I wish I was in a land of cotton. Good times oh, there. Oh, forgotten. Look away. Oh God! This is a podcast. Yeah, this is our last show. <laughs> yeah, night, everybody. No, no. Listen, come on. It's all comedy. It's all it's fun. All comedy. It's not like we're in blackface, like everybody. <laughs> right. right, right. Go back ten years. We're not wearing blackface <laughs> on this show. But uh, anywho, <clears throat> uh, I want to say who I thought was also doing well. Uh, I think that's I would think them so far. I've been mostly impressed by Leah Sanderson. And now this talk of that Kraftsoft will not start in New York, you know, that he'll be in Hartford. It's fine. You're not going to lose your shit. He's looking pretty good, too. I mean, we're in no rush here. Uh, you know, we're in no hurry. You know, I know, I know a lot of people are starting to speculate already on the season. This is a fringe playoff team. It's a play. Is that really? I mean, do you honestly, in your heart of hearts, do you care if they make the playoffs this year? If 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 the new guys contribute and play well, do you care if they make the playoffs? Yeah, I no. mean, I said that you know when Jen and I were watching the first game, we were watching that power play and watching those guys skate around. I'm like, you know, I don't think this is going to be a lottery team again anytime soon. I said I might not see another number two pick in our lifetime, but. If they don't make the playoffs, it, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna kill me. It real uh, unless they lose unless they lose like the last night of the season to the Islanders and the Islanders get in the playoffs and the Rangers don't. That would kill me. But if they don't make the playoffs, if they win thirty five games and don't make the playoffs, I'll get over it. I just want to see progress. It you know we. I said you know when they first sent out that letter, which I guess was what now nineteen months ago. You know I I said. This could take years, and we're only in year one and a half. So, I'm perfectly willing to be patient if we can have a you know if we can have the type of contending team that we've rarely seen a, a true contending team, not a team that gets to the finals because you know on a couple of flukes and thank God a couple other teams were knocked out and you know. Mm. Mm. Oh, Joe. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, to counter your point somewhat, Jim, and I think this is the the, and I agree with you. I I, I agree with you, but I see what Peter's also saying here. 
Uh, let me see if I say your name right. Peter Starzinski. I'm going to go with. It sounds yeah, like think, it flows. Right. Pete, Peter is. I, I just want to interject and say Peter is one of our biggest fans and one of our biggest supporters on Twitter. He loves to troll some of the other. Uh, oh, the, the, yeah. these other these other uh, schmodcast clodcasts. We'll call them that. Clodcasts. I like that. <laughs> these clodcasts. Uh, he loves to troll them and and promote us. So Pete, thank you for that. See, and I think he's going to say that. Well, uh, well, I'm going to say it. I, I think some ranger feels well putting crafts off down in the you know Schmucksville there in, in Hartford. It's not really going to show you whether he's a good player because first of all, it's a depressing area. It's not a very good place to play right now. We don't know what it's going to be like. They just put down the ice down there. I saw that. On I that. saw the pictures of that. Yeah. Right. Um, and that he will learn, but do you rather have him learn at the NHL level where he's just thrown out there? And Well, I have to believe because uh, I have no reason not to believe J.D. when, when he said that, you know, improving the, the organization is a priority. And I have to – I honestly believe that Hartford is going to be a different animal. And I do think that, you know, they've taken steps to turn it into a true development place instead of just a, you know, what it always seemed to be, which was just a holding pattern for fringe NHL players. So, you know, and I also think that, you know, Kravtsov, same thing with Chess York, and I think they got to learn the game on this ice surface. I just think the, you know, if you watch Chess York, and I don't think he's completely comfortable with, with the angles of the, the NHL game yet, you know, as well as he played Saturday night, you know, he, he's still got to get used oh, to the yeah. ice well, I can tell and, you right off with and Mike the speed and, 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 you know, these guys are a guy like Kravtsov. You can see he's, he's used to doing things on a, on a bigger ice surface that he's not going to be able to achieve on an NHL. He's got to learn that he's got to go to Hartford for a while. As long as Hartford's going to be a, a decent place to play and learn, not like what it's been the last 75 years. <laughs> you know, we're, you know, going back to every other AHL team they've had. I, I think it, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. What I see from Shesterkin is this. He has tremendous reflexes. Indeed. Right now, that's all he's playing with right now. Uh, on the uh, goal that was scored by Voracek, he had no chance. That was a pro goal. That was like, you know, that's why Jacob Voracek is one of the, you know, top players in this league or was. Yeah, I mean, uh, two of those goals he gave up were just bad deflections and, you know. they were Right, but I'm, I'm just saying right now, I, I agree with you. His angles and holding on to the puck at the right moment and knowing all that stuff, that whole awareness of being in where you are in the rink, that's – what he needs to learn. I have no right. problem with it. He's certainly going to go down. So, I mean, fine. Um, and you can uh, kind of establish, and you can play a lot. Adam Huskers looked pretty good, too, if you've, the other goalie, which is, they just signed him to a ELC. So we look like we're pretty good in that department, you know, as far as young goaltenders go. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, as far as in in – in our lifetime, we've been we've been pretty lucky with goaltenders with this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had we've had several franchise goaltenders. If you go back, you know, a little before my time, kind of on the fringe of your time. Of course, you had Jockman and Villamure, 
you know, and then the 80s, okay, you know, not so until Beezer came along, and then you transitioned into Richter, and then Richter after Richter, we had a lull again. And then, of course, we've had 74 years of Hank. And now, you know, it looks like we'll have Shes Jorkin to carry the torch when, when Hank finally, when his contract runs out. What is it, 2034? That contract runs out in the year twenty five twenty five. I'm just kidding. Uh, so you know we've been lucky in that respect. You know, certainly a lot of teams, even in, even in the Rangers' own division, that would love to have had the the goaltenders that we've had. I mean, look at the and they Flyers. probably would have done much better. Look at the Flyers; they probably would have won a couple cups. I tell you what, though, I know I they they might have something with with the I like this kid with the Hart. with the guy they have now. Corey Hart, yep. He Lauren Hart. Yeah, I had him in fantasy last year. He <laughs> got hurt, I think, at the end, and he kind of tailed off. But I had heard a lot of hype about him. But I think he might be their answer, which, hey, you know, I didn't see any fire AV uh, things yesterday, uh, Saturday after the. He wasn't on the he wasn't on the bench Saturday. Oh, right? He still does his press box thing during the uh, during the preseason. He oh. wasn't he wasn't behind the bench. I. I did notice that um, he's delegated again. He's got like everybody. This he's he, he has nothing to do with the offense, nothing to do with the defense, nothing to do with the special teams. He just wants to show up, look good, and chew gum. He's like you know he wants to be like <laughs> the Giants had a coach in the in the in the fifties whose name was Jim Lee Howell, and he had he had Vince Lombardi to run his offense, and he had Tom Landry to run his defense. And he used to make a joke that all he had to do was keep the footballs inflated. And he let those two do all his coaching. And then when they left, when Lombardi went to Green Bay and Landry went to the Cowboys, the Giants fell apart for 15 years. So and that's 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 A.V. All he wants to do is show up and make sure the hockey pucks are frozen. Now, Mark Solomon, and that that's a good point. And it, it shows you that why he isn't a good fit for the Rangers right now. Right. The Rangers need Quinn. But how uh, apparently Howie and Mark Solomon said that said Hayes was talking shit. Former Ranger, former Winnipeg Jet, uh, now with the Flyers, uh, talking shit. What about the Rangers? What? What, what, uh, what I, is? Uh, I saw something pop up today about Kevin Hayes, but I I, I honestly didn't read the article. Did you talk junk about? Didn't he say he didn't want? To, he just went to Philly for the money originally. That was a story in the off season. Somebody clarify. We're not up to the. Can I get an intern in here and and uh, keep me up to speed? I mean, he we said, got- uh, "Okay." He said, "I don't even know half the team anymore." To be honest, Hayes said Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, year one to year six, there's four guys left. They got rid of all the good guys, good locker room Ooh. guys. He added with a grin before scoring a goal in the 4-1 win over the Rangers, but that's all right. We'll see how it works out. All right there. All right there, you you, you dope. Uh, he's a dope, but I mean, all right. let's be so sensitive. I mean, yeah. Not sensitive. Let, him, let him say it. So what? I got, yeah. I got I horrible no ill will to Kevin Hayes except for the sweater he wears now. So Exactly. Fuck him. Now he's stuck in Philly. Yeah, he's, like, he's making what? Seven million a year? God bless. Right. We, they paid we, that much for you? You soft. See, I, I said it's no big deal. And I'm you're right. Now you're going to call him all kinds of names. Yeah. Dope. You stupid. So, but he's, he's, he's right, though. You don't recognize anybody in the locker room. Maybe that's a swipe at Chris Kreider. 
Well, maybe because because Kreider was there, not good in the locker room. Maybe it's a swipe at Mika or Panarin. Mika Panarin. It's I Mika. Mean, it's a, it's a, it's a Panarin. Uh, Mika's going to be the next captain. I got news for you. Certainly seem to be setting him up for it, don't they? Uh, <sighs> you want to talk to the boys? Yeah, we let's talk to the boys. Connor's eating Chef Boyardee and drinking Coronas. He's ready to go. The Queen He's of been Corona. waiting patiently. Yeah, let me shut right. this off. Let's bring Connor on. Welcome to the broadcast, Connor Nicotini. How are you? Hello, greetings. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, not much. We're back, um, you know, and I'm happy that hockey is officially back. Considering that, have you watched all the games? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Have you watched any of the games? Uh, yeah, what can I say? I'm happy about Kako, the bread man's doing what the bread man does. And I figure, you know, yes, we haven't put up great numbers, but you know what? Who cares? It's preseason. All right, man. Diane X going to come with the cry to love. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he looks, Diane, I love you. You know, I love you. But that look that Kreider is sporting right now, that D'Artagnan look again, he just can't get it right. I think the guy's a handsome guy. No homo. Oh, I can hear I can hear, I can hear, I can hear close to saying it right now. But Kreider to me looks ridiculous. Maybe that's just the old man in me. I don't know. Like, you know, like this is trending. I don't know. Whatever. You know, it's just he looks ridiculous. Please. All right. I'm sorry, Con. I, I, I got distracted. It's, oh, Joe. No, it's okay. It's completely fine. Okay. Um, but Lots no, of I, prayers to Al Troutwig, right, Connor? <laughs> exactly. No, but, Lots uh, of prayers. No, but from what I'm seeing in the in the preseason, though, I think we're going to do just fine. I mean, I, I still think we're a playoff team. It's not going to break my heart if we don't make it. Um, you know, I, I like any other Ranger fan would like to see us make it, but it's all about, you know, Kako getting on his feet, Panera having a good first year, and uh, training some of these new goalies to dethrone the king. Yeah. I mean, that's what we got to look for. Now, I'm not uh, – I'm I'm there. Playoffs, the defense, even when they're going to play – it's going to take a while to get the right kind of combination going as far as uh, backline combos. You got a lot of guys like Stalls along on the tooth. I know a lot of people don't like him. I like him for what he is, but he certainly, uh, you know, he's old. You got a lot of guys coming in, never played together, which is a big thing. You got guys who've never played in the NHL. You've got guys that are, you know, you would like to trade if you could and Brendan Smith and Brady Shea, all I think most of us have resigned ourselves that Smith will be sent down or he'll be a forward, which would be just a waste as far as I'm concerned. Um, so there's, there's a lot of ifs. I think the offense will be okay. The defense. And if you're going to start the Hank and he, he continues to his downward slide, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs. And so, but we, there's hope, and that's what we want. And we're going to see the development of some young guys that could be really exciting. You know, that first line, there is no doubt, or even if Kako does it, that first line and Kako and possibly Kravtsov, I think they're going to be exciting to watch. I think 
it's going to be hard for teams to shut them down. Keeping the puck out of the net is going to be the tough thing uh, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm hopeful like you are. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean. (laughs) Sorry. Connor's frozen. Uh, Connor's frozen. We might Now he's unfrozen. He's but let's. <laughs> well, I would Jose like to... is frozen. That's as far as defense goes. Sorry, go ahead. What are you calling from? The space you, station? You would like there? to see what? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the International Space Station. Me, I'm calling from a different location any, every time. You at the Avon again? He's always on the run. He's not, it's true. He's like a, a roving reporter. <laughs> all right. All right, Andy Pettit. I had enough of you. But uh, Great, great. But let me just make right, one more else, point, which else. is that yeah. uh, as what? far as the defense goes, I figure we might as well just have faith in Lindy Ruff, head gash or now head gash. <laughs> uh, well... I don't understand what all the hatred is for Lindy Ruff. Uh, he's not out there on the ice give, making useless turnovers and uh, defensive gaffes. But listen, if I'm not champion Lindy Ruff. I got better things to do to <laughs> defend this guy. If he goes, he goes. Lindy Ruff never did a thing for me other than score a, a penalty shot goal against the Quebec Nordiques with Mario Brunetta in net. That's the only good memory I have of Lindy Ruff. Uh, and he was, he was, he was a tough guy for the Rangers. So, all right. Well, uh, all thank right, you for calling, man. Take it easy. We'll see you next time, buddy. Thank you. See you next time. All right. Bye. All right. The great Connor. Now, before we get to Costa, we do have to, we do have to mention something else. Cause this is of, this is. A, uh, it's important to our group and Ranger fans. As this week, Daniel Girardi, longtime Ranger, blood and guts. He hung up his skates, said no mas, wasn't going to put his body through it anymore. And he retired. And uh, Lord knows Dan Girardi took a lot of, a lot of guff on this show. Most of it from me. A lot of it from me. I won't just say it was most of it, but a lot of it from me. Of course, he was the man behind the Dan Grenade. <laughs> and, of course, being cut between the moon and New York City. Still one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Dan about- Girardi. Oh, somewhere between the moon and New York City. Yeah, I'd forgotten about Olaf until somebody posted a picture of him in the group. I'd forgotten about that one. Olaf, yeah. Listen, the guy was undrafted. He made a an excellent NHL career out of his, his I mean, he came to play. He was he had some of the most intense eyes I've ever seen like on a player. It was like he went into like he was transfixed. On the game, he was a shot blocker. He was a guy who would sacrifice. Uh, I mean, beloved teammate, beloved teammate, 
Tortorella took five years off his career just alone. <laughs> right. Like most of these guys, blocking shots, spending endless hours in your own end. I mean, this took the toll on one Dan Girardi. He had a brilliant career for a guy who started with nothing. Right. I really just... And I got nothing bad to say except that deer in the headlights. That's the only one thing when Carcillo was beating the hell out of married Gabrick and he just stood there. <laughs> just stood but there. maybe it was just a temporary, he was stunned, something. I don't know. Because I know on every other aspect, that guy was the teammate you wanted to go to war with. So that's what I have to say about Dan Girardi. I'll pose this question just because it's it's been out there a little bit. Should his number be retired? No. Okay. No. Let's not get panicky. Do you think Mark Stahl, when he hangs it up and he plays only as a Ranger? No. You don't think so? No. I think Stahl's got a good chance of being retired. I don't. I think I think these are... They retire everybody's number now. No, you, you only, only if you win a cup in 94 and Hank. Hank's number will be retired the minute he leaves the ice for the last time. But that's besides the point. No, I don't think they'll be they'll be retired. Okay. I think the Rangers would. You know what? I, the Flyers have a. They have banners hanging up in their arena. They have their retired jerseys, and then they have a Flyers Hall of Fame, and they have banners hanging up with the guys' names that are in the Hall of Fame. And they're Girardi and Stahl are guys I would consider for a Ranger Hall of Fame, but I would not retire their number. Okay. You know, like they've got like some of their some of their lesser players on the on the Hall of Fame. Guys who were really good, fan favorites, those type of you know, like you put a Nick Fatio with in a Ranger Hall of Fame, maybe, and a you know, Mark Stahl and a Dan Girardi. You know, and then we could play a highlight video of Dan Girardi with his ninety six passes from See, behind the, thing, the net right up the middle of the ice. But the thing, Jim, I was always not, a big fan of those. But the Ranger retirement number, it's, it's not like, are you a winner? Are you a cup winner? We've seen, you know, Vic Hadfield. Uh, uh, we've seen a couple other players who haven't won Stanley Cups. Harry Howell. Uh, now, well, yeah, but Harry Howell, I mean, Harry Howell, you're talking about a guy who went to the Hall of Fame and who had played more games as a Ranger than any other any other player, I, I think, and Harry Howell, I think, played 18 years with the Rangers, didn't he, or something like that? I'm not sure, so that could be a good point. I mean, and then I a couple of years with the Golden trophy. Steels or something. Yeah, I don't know. I just think longevity counts with this organization, and um, although I think in the the literal sense, literal sense, it doesn't make much. It, do, it wouldn't make sense for a lot of franchises. I think maybe for Mark Stahl for playing all these years, if he just retires as a Ranger. Uh, Harry Howell played seventeen years with the with the Rangers, and then was an Oakland Seal and L.A. King for a couple of years. Did he played with the Islanders. A couple of years with the no, he did not play with the Islanders. He played with the the New York. Golden Blades. The Golden Blades. Yes. Skate with the Blades. Three. He, three. He played until he was 43. His last three years were in the WHA with the Golden Blades, the San Diego Mariners, and then the Calgary Cowboys. Wow. That was one of my favorite names. Well, you know, you know, DB may have been saying, well, ask yourself, will they, either of them be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. No. Not no. a chance in hell. But was, is Vic Hadfield in the Hall of Fame? 
Uh, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Well, I think the yeah, but, bar has gotten low, and they they just throw nights at the. But they had to uh, they had to retire Hadfield because he played on the he played on the the gag line. They couldn't they couldn't retire well, to two and not the third. Right? Together on a gag line too. They made the <laughs> gag when they were out there. <laughs> oh, Jesus, a gimp a game. Uh, so I mean, they kind of had. I mean, but how, how, how many years is Stall going to be playing when he ends? Hopefully. Sooner well, than later, he Stall has got to be coming up on fifteen years, doesn't he? Because the same fifteen years in the same uniform in this kind of in this era. Uh, actually, it's eleven years. I think I think he's going into his twelfth season. I I still don't think I, I don't know. I know what you're saying. I get it. I threw it out there. I'm again. I'm. This is the same thing with Lindy Ruff. I'm not going. I'm not falling on my sword for this to happen. I'm just and, saying. And, I'm and, it out and there. not for nothing, but but. If if Mark Stahl does Mark Stahl or or Dan Girardi deserve their number retired before Frank Boucher or Brad Park? No, no. So until those two get their numbers to the rafters, I don't even want to talk about anybody else. <laughs> I mean, they're two of the greatest players in, in Ranger history. Uh, you know, definitely top ten players all time, and and they're not up there. Or Sanders Ozelich. Or Sanders Ozelich or or Sandy McCarthy or anybody else whose name started with Sand. Yes. All right. I so, just threw it out there. But, again, you know, if they wanted to come up with some kind of Ranger Hall of Fame or Ranger Ring of Honor or whatever, absolutely. Because Hank, as, I, as I, well, Hank will be, you know, Hank's just going to sit on a throne up on the Chase Bridge until he dies, so. He's Sign a different story. They, they, you know, right. They, they, they won't retire. They're not just going to retire Hank's number. They're going to retire his name. They'll never have another player named Henrik. I mean, you know, they'll retire everything. They'll make the uh, accommodations for him. Right. They may, they may retire goalies altogether. I mean, they may never have another goalie after Hank leaves. Who knows? May have to play like, you know, just a third defenseman Rover. But, um, like I said the other day, no, you would be hard pressed to find another player who gave his all more in the Ranger sweater than Dan Girardi. Absolutely. Yes, he took a lot of shit from me, but I also appreciated what a what a tough, tough dude he was. As you would say, he was one tough hombre. Yes, he was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You never know what goes on. Uh, I don't know, the inner workings. I guess with JD now there, it's not like, oh, you know, say there's uh, – I don't know, say there's pal psycho pals network where he gives jobs and accolades to people uh right. he knows them. Right. Um okay. So uh, that was just uh throwing it out there. Oh, I got a lot of older hell fucking nose out there. People were just jumping all over me. Right. Poster. Everybody's upset. Sometimes you, you try to throw these questions out to keep the conversation flow. Right. We we're out to raise the level of debate in this fan base. Yeah, even if it's useless debate, we're gonna right. debate it. All right, you want to talk to Costa? Uh before we talk to Costa, <gasps> yes. let's talk about the Al Troutwig situation. All right. Now Al Troutwig visibly looked upset. Something was wrong between the first and second and second third. I went on the underground uh, Facebook page and made everybody aware of it, and I think some people also were aware of it. He looked shaky. He looked like he was having a stroke on air. And, again, it wasn't – I just – 
I can't fathom how they let him go on the air that way. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, that's it, go ahead. You know, that's what we were saying before, and that was the thing that people were talking about most after that first game. What was wrong with Al Troutwig? It was it was all over Twitter. It was all over our Facebook group. He was he was uh, his color was bad. He was hunched. hunched over. He was hunched over. He was like stooped over. Reminded me of my grandfather, my great grandfather, towards the end of his life, where he just couldn't straighten himself up anymore. And he would jiggle when he walked. My grandmother used to yell at him, "Stop jiggling!" because he would just stand there and he'd be jiggling. <laughs> I, it's not funny, but it is not funny. It's your grandmother, the way she put it, you know? my, my great grandmother, she'd yell at him, "Bill, stop jiggling!" Anyway, so, uh, but he was he was shaking, he was slurring his words, his he was just. He wasn't. He wasn't right. I mean, he wasn't well. It was somebody going through, and and I'm not just talking about. Uh, you know, he didn't just look like somebody who had the flu or something like that. Like, there's a serious. It looked like somebody who had a serious medical problem going on. And I get, you know, I guess the story that that came out today is that he's taking a leave of absence because a lot of people had reached out to him on Twitter after the game to make sure he was all right. And then MSG talked to him after the game and said, you know, some, what's going on? How did nobody notice this before he goes on the air? It was like three, two, one, Parkinson's. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get it. Then he didn't do a rehearsal or go through this, rehearse what he's going to say. And somebody said, you know, Al, just skip it. We don't really have to go to break for your three-minute what's upcoming between the first and second. Just, right. You know, we'll get and- monotone to do it. We'll get right. the, whatever guy we got, uh, 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 and Jim Cerny or whatever they got hanging around over there, do it. Right. You know? get, my, he, get my buddy Chris Ebert from high school. Get him to do get it. Get Chris to do it. Chris, Chris, Chris is producing Ebert. that thing, right? Right. No wonder this, this thing is the shambles over here. Right. Lake, Lakewood, Lakewood alumni. Uh, but And now he's he's announced that he's taking a leave of absence. And, and People don't take leave of you don't take a leave of absence if you've got a if you've got an upper respiratory infection. You know, this isn't like I'm going to be out for a couple of days, a couple of sick days. I mean, a leave of absence is usually a couple of weeks, a month, a couple of months. So this is there's obviously something going on. Matt Morello's reporting a uh, weird incident. Uh, Troutwick teaches broadcasting and my brother was leaving and I and Al almost totaled my brother's car. I was ready to sue Old Al and collect some of Dolan's fortune. Please, you never get through Dolan's lawyers. Al's lawyers, though. I'm just saying. Listen, we 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 bagged on him because of his teeth, and I know he's not the favorite. You know, the, the most likable guy. Jim can't stand him, but when it comes to real health issues, let's he blocked just, me on Twitter. Oh, oh, wait a minute, no. But when it comes to health issues, serious health, please, just we we got to have a modicum just a modicum of class and we don't want wish ill on any of these human beings we make fun of and eh, maybe dolan to say that but other than that you know we're human beings let's have a little bit of compassion and listen i don't want to hear oh you know oh you lost your edge eddie oh this and that no because he looks like that's a serious problem going on now it could Sean McCaff's throwing out like he's got the dts and the shakes from alcoholism he could be sick from heroin who knows? The guy might have cancer. He might have Parkinson's. Whatever it is, it looks serious that it, all of us saw it and were like, oh, my God. You know, like uh, Twitterati was out. I noticed it. So 
and a DB Maven making jokes, which is good. They put them on long time IR to save the cap space. So, can you see that? Wow, blocked. <laughs> what did you, do you remember what you said? Yeah, um, it had it had something to do. He said something dopey on the air. I mean, this was years ago, and I said, you know, I said something to him. He, I don't even remember what I said to him. And then he re- and then I said something like, uh, "If you're going to call my mom about it, because remember he called that one guy's mom on Twitter. Who oh, was yeah. big, uh, he called the guy's mom. I said, "If you're going to call my mom, you're going to need a Ouija board because she's been gone since 2003." And then he blocked me. Oh. This, could ex- this could explain some of the malice that you that might have been the beginning of the end for it. Might have yeah. been it. It might have been a downward spiral from there. You never know. I don't know. So yeah, just listen. That's all I'm saying. All right, now bring close to the buffoon on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hey, hands I together. You. I love you too, Eddie. I'm only joshing you. I know, I know you're joshing. I fucking know. All he's right. he's back in his lair, which means the family's home from the Greece. Mediterranean. He doesn't have the house to himself anymore. He's got to put clothes on. The lights are on. It's Costa. Good evening, Costa. How are you? Oh, Jesus. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> what the hell was that? He's got to reboot. He reboots. I got to first say, Diane, Hank's number is getting retired because if, by your standards, then Eddie Jockman's number can't be retired, and same with um, um, the, um, Gilbert's. They didn't win anything either. So, what was I, I missed? What, what was, was the, Diane's comment? Because he didn't win, he shouldn't get his number retired. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, in hell, we'd only have three jerseys in the rafters. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, no, Hank, Hank's number will be retired, and deservedly so. Yeah. Deservedly so. He's gonna be. I'm sure he's gonna be top five all time in wins, league wise, league wide. Yeah, I mean, he's had a brilliant career. He hasn't won a Stanley Cup, but he's had a brilliant career. Just yeah, oh, yeah. He's been a fucking diva, but that's all. That's right. a whole story. But I mean, there were years where he literally carried the team. Those old years gone, they're way, 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 yeah. way in the past. But that right. was the case. By the way, the Rangers announced today that they uh, they reduced their training camp roster by five players: Connor Brickley, Let me let me just hear the fucking bum. Hold on, oh Costa, I want to hear Jim what he's got to say here. Connor Brickley, Sean Day, Tim Gettinger, Nick Jones, who scored the only goal the other night against the Flyers, and Dawson Leadall have been sent to training camp with the Hartford Wolves. All right. I mean, I got no problem. Connor Brickley's terrible. He should never play with the Rangers again. Um, uh, get with Gettinger too. The big yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's a project. Right. The other guy, the project is going year four, but still, he's a project. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who else, Jim? Uh, Nick Jones and Dawson, Dawson Leadall. Le- All right, whatever. Like you know, those guys were not making the roster. Right, these They're are not just, making yeah. it. Yeah. Goodbye. Right. I, I, how Philip D. Giuseppe is still up with the team, I have no idea. But that's that's another. Uh, he got connections. He's got okay. connections. That's right. Got connections. Uh, yeah, Talk to yeah. the Don. Uh? That's right. <laughs> Look at Ghost. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hear tonight for sure. That's what my mother used to say. You're gonna hear. 
I see Matt Morello was talking about Paul Heyman, and uh, I think you were in a shirt about Paul Heyman there. No, it isn't. It's freaking Jim Cornette. Okay. All right, but Paul Heyman, now you're watching – I'm going to go to wrestling just for a second. Have you been watching, like, the recent, like, Raw and all that stuff? No, I no, but I follow it. Okay. Well, didn't isn't Paul Heyman back in the fold with uh, another person to Brock kind of improve their ratings? Brock Lesnar. Okay. And he's also book and he's also booking Raw. Right. Is it improved since then? It, or? It's, getting, it's getting there, but I'm going to tell you something right now. When those new deals kick in, they're going to turn the switch. You watch. Here we go. It's all about the money with this guy. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Uh, We're killing a cockroach over there? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> a bug hunting. <laughs> a bug hunting. All right. Follow the money, Eddie. It's all Follow. about the money. They're pay, the money. They're pay, Fox is paying the WWE one, $1 billion for their show for SmackDown. Wow. You think you, if the ratings don't improve, Fox is going to come and correct them, if you know what I'm saying. Wow, he says that good. Now, what, Fox Channel 5? Yes, sir. SmackDown is on Channel 5. Friday nights, 8 to 10. I never knew this. Okay. All right, so off off that, let's get back to hockey. Uh, what would you like to talk about, Costa? Girardi and, and Callahan, they – Lost a lot of years of their career. That's right. And that, I mean, I mean, Callahan was a favorite. Everybody loved Callahan, and Man Girardi, for that matter, too. It's just once, once it was about this, you know. Yeah, we get we get disenfranchised pretty quick when it gets about that. But you would admit, <laughs> was it the fabulous Moolah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's getting old. Get a little hot under the collar. Right? Uh, shut up. <laughs> she has passed, right? I don't oh, yeah, know. She's long passed. She's long passed yeah. away. Okay. Um, no, she's still Gerard. wrestling. No, she's dead. She's fucking dead. I'm she's fucking dead. She ain't fucking dead. She's been dead since 2007. Exactly. Um, um, and even she heard the post the Truba hit. I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> So let's uh, let's. Hey, hey Sam! Time, time to break out the fucking um, oh. the hearing aid. The- uh, exactly, like the big horn. You know that people have. What'd you say? What'd you say there, Joe? Mm. 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 What'd you say there, Shuddy? Mm. <laughs> so these shows just keep getting better and better. They really do. Yeah, I mean, mm, it's a post, eh? Uh, <laughs> is that what you're saying to me? What I'm the most? No, we hit the post. Oh. Uh. So, uh, anywho, yes, there's no doubt that Callahan and Girardi. Broke a lot of bones. For that fucking team. For this team. Callahan especially. Was oh, fucking, oh, my God. And he, he was a terrific block shot, uh, shot blocker. Same with Girardi. They gave everything for this Fakakta team. And didn't get one ounce of freaking... All right, they got paydays out of it. But no they, rings. No rings, no nothing. They believed in the Rangers and the Ranger cause. So hats off to them. Yeah, um, Ryan Callahan and Dan Girardi School of Hard Knocks. That's right. <laughs> I mean, they uh, they 
Callahan especially. So what do you think they're going to do after now? They're going to they're going to maybe they'll coach down the road or or whatever. If I were Dan Girardi, I'd just take a long vacation exactly. and, and raise your Callahan. kids. Same with Callahan. Raise your kids. You got you're getting paid by, you know, you're getting paid now, by the wait, Rangers. Now wait, did he is 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 it officially retired or he's just he's just just said fuck it. I'm just gonna wait till my con or his contract is up already. Who Girardi? Yes. No, Girardi officially retired. So but he signed the papers. Did, did, but they did, did he leave money on the table. I don't know. I wasn't in the room. <laughs> I don't know what oh, he, he did. He left money on the dresser. I don't know. Oh, he's just wondering. Your money's on getting, the dresser. I'm true with you. He's probably getting paid for the Rangers, right? Well, he's still getting a check from the Rangers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so he doesn't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got that Dolan yeah. money. The Dolan money is just. <laughs> because I know I know Callahan is still on the, on the payroll. Oh. On the on the he's, he's just on L- LTIR. Still making right. a scarol. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so right. technically Callahan's not retired, but you know. Right. Hey, they're probably doing him a little gratuity there by keeping him uh getting some money coming in. Because you know these multimillionaires, they need to have that constant flow. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, but it's funny, you know. I I, I don't want to go into Coastaville here because we're gonna get deep in the woods with Costa here when I make this comment. <laughs> First of all, there's a good show on YouTube to watch. It's called Hiking with Kevin, and it's Kevin Nealon, you know, the comic from SNL. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes on hikes with all kinds of celebrities, and he go they they really hike like they're hiking in the hills, and so you get a good look at these people like without the cameras on, even though it's like he does he like GoPros it, so it's kind of like. You get them as themselves, and I think you can get like a feel for like who they really are, in a way. So it's know? like it's like getting coffee in cars with comedians or whatever that is. A little but, bit, except they're walking. But they're Kevin, walking. But Kevin Nealon like, can't afford cars anymore. Well, you no, know, he, he does well. He's still doing on some CBS know, show or something. Well, his stand up, I uh, he's touring. He does stand up. Yeah, now, he? He, you find out a lot about what, what happened. What is he masturbating there? Uh, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what's going on. Oh, he turned the fan off. So anyway, now whether you like Alec Baldwin's politics or not, he, he's been in some great movies and he's a good actor and uh whatever. So he's with Alec Baldwin and he's talking to Alec Baldwin and he's Leland's like, you know, why do you need to keep working? Like you got millions of dollars. It's like, well, I got a new wife, and I got to make sure she's set. <laughs> I got a new wife. <laughs> I got to make sure she's set. <laughs> she's got to have at least $20 million in the bank, and I got four daughters, and they, and they only have like $5 million in the bank after I die. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> what the? I guess people get accustomed to a lifestyle. I'm happy what if I got think? twenty dollars in the bank. Hey, Ed, have you watched ever watched the show called um First We Feast? No. It's about um this this guy, he brings these celebrities, they're eating hot wings, and they're freaking talking about their careers and shit. Oh really? Freaking, freaking good show, man. Was it on Chris Jericho was on. That's not uh, a celebrity. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. All right. 
you know. It's a YouTube? Yes, yeah, YouTube, yeah. Oh, okay. Called yeah. First We Feast, Hot Ones. Wow. All right. Okay. All right, so let's get back to hockey. Sorry I veered <laughs> off there. I know you would get a little <laughs> chuckle out of that. Uh, so uh, uh, have you been watching the games? Uh, yeah, a, little, a little here, a little there, you know. It's uh, preseason, you know. It's, you know. Were you excited to see the first game with Panarin and Kako? Yeah, that that, that game I watched um, start to finish. I mean, that was uh, pretty exciting watching that power play and them going to work. I mean, that I had shades of championships for there. Like, oh, this is the 76 uh, Canadians here. Panarin looked good. Now, okay, I mean, I got to eat my words a little bit to, to begin with. Please do. A little bit, a little, just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, Kako, of course, play was playing good. You expect uh, you expected from a, a number two in the draft, but he looked like a stud though in that game. Like Ooh. usually, we, Kako, right? Like he looked like he did, he he belonged, he belonged right away. Yeah. yeah, that's what impressed me. What he got like was it, was it like three assists in a goal one game. Uh, that made me in Traverse City. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The greatest tournament ever held. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said before, if freaking Brendan Smith is on that team the first freaking night, I'm gonna go fucking postal. I swear to God, get that fucking bum off this fucking team, you piece of shit, fucking he, thief, thief in, in in the highest order. It's true. The Rangers also were culpable in that heist as well. They signed the other end of that contract. Uh, all right. So you got. So, what do you think about the uh, the uh, ADA Tony D'Angelo holdout? I'm telling you right now, that guy is good as gone after this season. He is. He is so gone. You they're they're going to tell him to go fuck himself. You think he's outworn his welcome now with this last little <laughs> piece of Just don't Kimble that. <laughs> okay. And, uh, like, and like I said before, didn't I say? That once, once those two guys were gonna get sent down, then they're gonna get signed. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say? Right. And as soon as Bolesky got sent down, Lemieux got paid. Right. And Brent Lemieux one year deal. I think it's I think nine twenty five. I think or nine seventy five, something like that. And I just think it was. And I don't think Brendan Lemieux's played any games as has he, either. So far this season, uh, I think but, he's played at least one. I think so. I missed the little bit of the middle game. He didn't play in the first and third game. So unless he played in that, that, and let me tell you, the Rangers have been boring. They are boring to watch offensively. Other than that first game, it they're a snooze fest. Hey, I told Jim maybe they're playing a little rope of dope. If you know what I'm talking about. Well, we're dope, so they can play rope. <laughs> I mean, we keep following this team and getting no results. But yeah, you're right. No, I, again, I think it's the the split squad thing. It's A, B, and C. It's like in baseball when they have split squads. How can you really assess a is, team? Is, is the next playing? game going to be the full squad? The next game? Yes, I do not know. Do not know the I'm answer. Sure the last two games are going to be basically dress rehearsals, quote unquote. Eric Donnelly is reporting that Brendan Lemieux will play tomorrow, his first game. Okay. So, um, so we'll, we'll get to see him. I, I really like that kid. Yeah, a little little sandpaper. You know what I'm saying? Hey, a little grit. And he could score. A little cowboy. A little jam. 
How about Brett Howden? Has anybody seen him around? I mean, yeah. I've seen him play, but it's. He had, a, he had a goal and assist and an assist in the second, second game? game. Yeah, that was yes. the game I was in and out of. So so that that center position is where everybody's worried about what's going to happen. Is it going to heat yeah, it? Only got guys. We only got two centers, real true centers, Mika and, and Howden. Everybody else is a fucking pivot. What about Strom? Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you, it depends on where you look. Some places he's listed as a pivot. Some places he's listed as a center. So Heedle's going to be Heedle. They're going to try Heedle at center. If he's my if if Stroll's my two C and he can play well, I'll be happy. I think this is how it's going to go. I think it's going to be Zabinajad, first line center. Right. Second line center. Strom? Yeah, I think they're going to go with Strom. You can't Strom. put Howden third. No. I think Howden's ready for third. I think Howden's third, easily third. I think, right. I think Heedle should be the third, but I think they're going to go with Howden third and then Heedle. Well, what are you going to do with Heedle? You can't put him in the fourth line. Put Mr. Anderson fourth line. He, Heedle might wind up as the second line center. You think so, Jim, huh? Possibly. I think that's what they want. I think that's where they want him. I mean, I think you got to go. I mean, this guy's got to prove himself, man. I mean, like, this is a high draft pick. Same thing with Leas. I don't think Leas is going to make the team, though. Really? I think – I don't think – I think they want him to play. But I, I want him to – I want him to – same thing with Hilo. I want these guys to play now. Let's see if the guy can rebound. He's so played well in the preseason. I think the thing is – you you got, well up if you're gonna play Heedle and and Anderson, you have to really hardcore roll four lines. No guff, no bullshit. How are you gonna roll four lines with these studs up front? You gotta play them if you're gonna win. I mean, I don't know yeah, what I, to, I, I understand, but it's but I, but I don't it, know what it's it, it's 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 sort we're in a bad situation with kind of a bad situation with as far as Heedle and Anderson goes. These guys were high picks, but they're not like they're not like Kratzoff or Kako. You know what I'm saying? No, they don't come with the accolades that those guys. They're still, right. regardless, high picks. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I agree. And I agree with TB Maven. I think that they want Heedle to be the second line center. And I mean, I, I mean, I see no reason you can't put him on um, on um, Strom's wing. I see no reason. Also, Mark Solomon is reporting. Stephen Vogel uh, is reporting. It's now it's the Me and Costa show. Is reporting <laughs> that Kravtsov also plays center. No, he's a, he's a, he he's a right wing left wing pivot. Well, I'm just telling you what, what I'm reporting. All right, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> I'm just saying we have a lot of pivots on this team. Too many pivots. We've always had pivot. I mean, he was a wing. I mean, every guy had played a wing was moved to center at some point. I feel in <laughs> all I know is this: we better this next draft. I draft fucking centers this next draft. I know it's way too soon, but that's we got to we got to get some centers in here. We got to get some fucking centers. And I got to tell you, guys, Budnievs, nah. So long, sayonara. I got no need for you. I don't know what you do. I don't know what the coach sees in you. Maybe you got a good work ethic. 
Now, maybe he'll prove me wrong because I was all over Fast when he first came here, and then Fast, you know, turned into a decent player. But he's another guy, Fast. Yeah, what do you do? Bugs. You play hard. Bugs. Exactly. What have you done since you've been here? You didn't win nothing. What am I? Why am I? Rever- why am I revering you, Jesper Fast? You're a hard worker, dude. At this point, I'd rather play fucking um Stephen Fogarty. At this point, oh he's, he's a he's just a natural fucking center. Is he still around? He's in the, at the A. He's in the A. Wow, he knows everybody. Look up guy. the ass. <laughs> All right. All right. Costa. Costa. Thank you so much. All right. Until next time. Okay, Until next care. time. Bye. Bye-bye. Pivot. 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 Everybody's a pivot. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, so I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. So we got Mike Halleck's been waiting. Let's say hello to him real quick before we okay. wrap this up. What's up, Mike? What's going on, fellas? How are you? Uh, not too bad. Just got home from work. Uh, that's why there's this dark light like that. And it's awfully dark outside. Oh, you're outside. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Good. We've been covering a lot of subjects here. Have you watched uh, the preseason game so far? Uh, no, I didn't. I was on uh, vacation last week. It was my uh, wedding anniversary, so I we went away for a few days. So oh, I was in Flyers. Unfortunately, I was in Flyers country. Oh, uh, well. It's down in Cape May. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, preseason, it doesn't really mean anything. I mean, we've gleaned a couple things, but, uh, you know, nothing major. You know, once the regular season starts, that's when you start to really get your opinions in line and your analyzations in line. So, so uh, I got, I got low, uh, hopefully like everybody else in the group, low expectations for the season. I'm not, you know, I'm excited about having Kaku and Kratzoff. Hopefully they both make a, major impact on his team this year. And uh, I'll just take it game by game and uh, keep expectations low because uh, if there are fans out there that are thinking they're going to win the Stanley Cup or anything like that or be close to that, they're just out of their mind. Yeah, I don't think too many people will like that, especially at the, the dose of reality we've given gotten the last two years. But uh, I think – a lot of times it's good to go in with low expectations because if they surprise you, then you're really excited and like, wow, as opposed to going all jazz and then you find out they stink and it's like, oh, uh, it's like being a Jet fan. Every a Giants year, fan. Well, the Giants always got some hope. I feel like the Jets are cursed. The Jets I, are you know, cursed. It's funny, I said that to my wife, who's uh, my father-in-law is a uh, big-time Jets fan. And, my uh, condolences. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, He's a good man. I, I'm a big Jet fan too, but uh, I've, I've I've tuned out of that franchise. And, I mean, uh, I'm not going through the aggravation. My my wife just likes to, just likes baseball. She's not much of a sports fan, but we were just talking the other day, and I just said, "God, the Jets are just cursed. Unfortunately, just cursed." And for a while, we were cursed, but once we got over that hump in '94, we weren't as bad. And hopefully we don't get back there. It's been quite a while. Of well, the Ra- yeah, the Rangers have had some good seasons. They had good seasons of the Torts and AV. There's no doubt about it. They didn't win the ultimate prize, but they were good. Jets, they they, they find new ways to suck every year. It's like yeah. it's like they're inventing suckage. How does how does their quarterback get mono? It's like a 15 year old girl disease. 
What's up? Yeah, with that? and he's got like an enlarged spleen that if, if he takes a hit, it's the end of his life. I mean, I was, this doesn't happen to any other team. I was and listening then, I, in in the work truck I had today. I had a radio and they had him on with Michael K. He's like all excited. I got my energy up at this and that and all that. But I'm like, one hit, he's done, and he could be dead. Right. And also, I mean, I don't want to go too deep in the weeds with the Jets, but it's also like the Islanders. You don't have your own stadium. Like, you don't have your own identity. It's, it's like half-assing things. Unfortunately, you- I did hear they broke ground today on that stadium. On the new Jets stadium? No, the uh, the Shitlander <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah. It pros- you know, we should, like, bury, like, I know, not that the Islanders need any cursing, but maybe we should put like a Messier jersey in, in the dirt where they broke ground, like to curse it. Yeah, didn't like, they do that in uh, Barclays Center with some? Somebody put a Nick jersey in. Uh, no, somebody. There. Somebody did it in the Yankee Stadium, right? Yankee Stadium. Oh, Yankee the, Stadium. Was it, David or, was it David Ortiz or Mo Vaughn or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. So what do you guys been talking about tonight? I got in here late, unfortunately. Uh, let's go recap. Let's recap. Fabulous moolah. <laughs> Dana uh, Coates that I heard. Uh some about hot wings. Uh <laughs> we were doing the center ice thing. The Flyers Arena. The Flyers Arena. The uh, who's looked good and who hasn't looked good. Uh what else oh Troutwig. Uh Yeah. I, yeah, I I didn't get a chance to read about that. I didn't see it of course, but the picture right. I saw, looked, he looked horrible. It looked bad. Look, I mean, he, I was frightened for the guy. I thought he was going to have a stroke right on the air. Yeah. I don't know how they let him go to work that day. If I was his wife, I would have been like, honey, you're not going for a preseason game. Yeah. So, but probably Dolan was out there with a whip making him go out. Go out, Al! She probably forced him out. She Get out of the house. I don't know. He's, he's, shaking, he's shaking down the driveway, and she's like, oh, you're fine. Go to work. Wife, Go to work. Look at his teeth. Anything to get him out of the house. She yeah. can't stand him either. Mike took a shot at Al's teeth. I'm sick of your teeth. Get out of the house. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It just it looks bad. And maybe Sean's right. Maybe it's drinking. He had the shakes big time. And he's taking a leave of absence. That might mean rehab. Yeah. So. Al's going to obviously, they didn't see it coming. If he had something else. Right? Wouldn't he not even be there? They'd be like, Al's recovering. Al's doing uh, he's He's got a health he's issue. On assignment. Right. We've got uh, Steve Gelbs will be doing the in-between period. Oh, God. Uh, Steve oh, Gelbs. God. That fucking tool. He's going bald, too. I couldn't be happier. He's like 30 years old. He's going bald. I love it. Steve I see him Gell- on. They post his stupid videos. Bald. On the yeah, but you're, you're, me too. I'm you're, almost you're, thirty. There's nothing wrong with that. My wife loves that. You're forty-seven, or what are you? Forty-six, forty-five, forty-three. Gelbs is like thirty. I love it. He's going bald. They show him all the time on SNY during the Met games, and he's boring. He's he's a <laughs> he's a fuckface. <laughs> hey Jim, can I ask you to tell you something about Lakewood? Sure. You ever go to the Lakedon Inn in the Lakewood? Yeah, it's closing. I saw yeah, that the, I uh, the 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 Franklins still own that. I'm not they sure. Owned it when I was a friend of mine I work with told me the other day they were closing. Yeah, apparently were sold to uh, you know who. The um the the Franklin family used to own it when I was in high school, and every year I had Mrs. Franklin as a teacher, and she used to get food from there, and we'd have lunch or whatever 
she'd go get it from the bar and that was like that was the place to go you could drink underage <laughs> but now in that neighborhood in Lakewood I wouldn't be caught dead there or else I'd be caught dead there yeah so rest in peace Lakedon in yes sir all right Mike we're gonna go we're gonna wrap yeah. this up it's enough yeah <laughs> like to yeah, yeah my... John Hine and a wrap-up show coming up after this <laughs> See, Jessica Danahy. Is that a Danahy? She's in the chat room. She seems like a new face. Uh, I think Jessica's been at our viewing parties, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, sorry, Jessica. I think. I've already met and shook yeah. your hand and said, did you oh, guys by any, Did you guys by any chance set up any dates for that yet? Did you announce anything? Uh, nothing's announced. Nothing's announced. There's talks? Uh, well, I, I mean, I have, a few, I have a few dates to run by you, but we'll do that off the air. Okay. So, a right. couple of, couple of okay. dates, and then we got to run them by the slatteries. And oh, the slatteries. Oh, the course oh, rack. The oh, you need any help? Rack. I might be able to help you with, you know, with the Irish thing, you know. That helps. <laughs> I like that. And also, we're trying to work something with uh, Tony Stanziano as a barbecue place. We're, we're trying to figure it out. Got one right here, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, fellas. All right, Mike. Enjoy the rest of the night. And uh, talk to you next time. All right. Take it easy, Mike. Here you go, guys. Bye. Take care. So, uh, may the Lord take a liking to you. <laughs> may, may your soul be in heaven before the devil knows you're dead. Uh, Jimmy boy. <laughs> by the way, uh, speaking of Cafe 31, as we know, has closed. And uh, I guess the bar that was down in Penn Station tracks is moving up to the Cafe 31 location, which kind of takes away the name of the bar if you ask me but uh rumor is that greshner and kotzi are already online for free drinks at the new bar <laughs> open and ready to get ready to make that place so uh yeah we'll have we'll have a viewing a par- party uh announcement soon i promise within the coming days we'll and put, matt we'll... i did get your email and i'll get back to you as soon as possible all right and and oh i need to ask a question before we're before we uh before we end go it. ahead i'm ready you're looking for a drummer, the, the great Paul Fong. Oh, is he, is he's, dude, what a guy, meltdown. Let me tell you, that guy's constantly, he's invited me to like 57 Facebook groups, to shopping and buy this and buy, like, Jesus, I don't even know you. Dude. So, so there's been a there's been a, a separation of the ways, huh? Uh, this moron went out in a blaze of glory. Well, a blaze <laughs> of, well, Paul is, he's in the middle, basically at heart, good guy. Right. But he's so lost in his life. Like, he lives in his apartment, and, like, it's being foreclosed on, and he owes, like, he has three DUIs. All right. All right. And in order to drive after three DUIs, you got to pay a shitload of fines and a shitload of lawyers. Right, and, and I, I don't care if this goes out in the air because I don't really care. He's probably not listening anyway. He had right. to sell like twenty grand just to get his license back. Okay, wow. so at one point I think Paul had money, but anyway, he just—he's a deadbeat and a mooch. But when you got a drummer and he's a good drummer and a fairly decent guy, other than those two things, you kind of—you kind of just look overlooked at. You pay for the practices. You, Give him some money here and there, you know, whatever. 
So after our last show it was his birthday, so we all gave him some extra money, which was a mistake because the guy has some kind of substance abuse problem. I don't know how deep it is. I don't know how crazy it is. Anyway, fast forward to the next day. It's our guitarist's birthday. He invites us over for a party. We're all at the party. All the band is there at the party. Paul's drinking like all kinds of crazy. He's too drunk to go home. So my guitarist says, you can stay in my house, you know, overnight till you sober up. But in Paul's head, he's not leaving. Like, Paul said, he's like, well, I have no gas in my car, so I'm going to stay here in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I'm going to start drinking from the keg again, which is what Paul does. Paul also starts drinking outside of my guitarist's house on the porch, uh, on the back porch, yelling at the neighbors, screaming like like a lunatic. He then goes into the, uh, the house. He grabs the dog, my friend's dog. It was like this little little toy poodle or something. Starts giving it a bath in the sink with dishwashing liquid. Okay? Why this possesses Paul to, what possesses Paul to do this, I have no idea. Matt's the dog's hair all up. My guitarist is like screaming at him. My guitarist is trying to change. His name is also Ed. So anyway, that's why I keep calling my guitarist. And so uh, my guitarist is like shaving the dog and Paul's trying to like go back to the keg to get more drinks. And it's like, my guitarist is like, dude, the party's over. You got to leave. You got to leave. And he's like, no, man. And he goes back to the porch, yelling at the neighbors, saying, pointing at birds and saying, those are dinosaurs, man. Those are dinosaurs. Like really weird stuff. Like he he must have taken some kind of drugs. Right. And basically my guitarist pinned them against the house. He's like, dude, Sit down. I'm driving you home. This and that. But he had to call. He called his brother to help him go down there. Meanwhile, Paul's car is out of gas. So my friend has to put $20 worth of gas in his car to drive him 45 minutes. Meanwhile, as they're driving him there, uh, his brother is driving Paul now. Paul is hanging out the window, giving the middle finger to everybody, messing with the dials, messing with the wheel. Just like total calamity, like totally out of it. Couldn't be reasoned with. Kicker is Paul shows up the next day at my guitarist's house. Says, I lost my phone. My guitarist says, you had your phone. I saw you bring it in. You were fiddling with it. No, my phone's here. And he pushes his way into my friend's house. Because my friend met him at the screen door. Right. Pushes himself in. Meanwhile, my guitarist says he had some white trash friend in the car who had no shoes on. And he's like, all these trains bringing these transients around my house now, and he knows my house. He's coming to my house. Long story short, my guitarist is like, we can't have this guy in the band. He's a fucking psycho. Like he's on drugs. He's in a bad spot. And I was like, the last thing we he needs is a hobby. He right. needs help. Right. So wow. it was it was a whole big thing. So Paul's uh, non gratis an idiot box now. So and I had to cancel three shows, which was the biggest suck of the whole thing right so now we're looking for new drummers so if anybody's out Jesus. there in the new york area long island area it's a good story though oh it's a it's a good <laughs> thing let me tell you it's, yeah it's a good story yeah you know, i mean i mean yeah he's a he, i don't know i feel like this is my last thing to say about this i feel like he's like crackhead bob in a way where i think 
he had a bad drug experience, and now it's made him mental. That's it. That's it. Crack it, Paul. Dicky Down Main. Dicky Down Main. All right. That's the the whole story. Let's go, Rages. Let's beat those islands tomorrow. Let's do it. Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. All right. Thank you to everybody who joined us tonight. You guys are the best. 432 comments. All kinds of people here. We love you guys. You're the best. Can't wait to get the regular season going and get a viewing party so we can see all you guys. And it's been a while. Damn. All right. Eddie, always a pleasure. Always before, a pleasure, sir. We'll, get, we'll do another show before the season starts next week. Russ said he wants to come on with us. He'll come on video and we'll get Russ on and talk about everything. Oh, he knows we're doing the video now? Yeah, it was talk, Yeah, we were talking about it the other night. So cool. he said he'd come on. So. Coolio. So he could preview the season for us. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure you like us on Facebook, YouTube, all that other shit. We love you. Get out, yeah. everybody. It is.